0: episode of rebel city
1: podcast um 138 35 oh for fuck's sake but through the through <laughs> the through the power of editing and whatever this will appear as though Aye. we actually kept our promise and stuck to a week schedule so it's not a week we're still lying to you but when we release the episodes a week apart it'll look like we were it so he's credit for at least that um i'm just double checking that it's definitely. I, I can't even tell i overwrote 134 as- when i when i released it so i'm pretty sure it was 135.
0: It one thirty five. Aye. So we're at episode one thirty five, we know it. But um there's been a lot. I mean, we've fucking chatted for about an hour before we come on next term, But there's there's been a lot. But we'll kick halfway Joe Biden's visit to Ireland. And
1: Aye. I mean, uh he stuck his foot in it quite well, I think a few times for what I gather, like <laughs> it's definitely the biggest sort of UK news story of the week anyway. Um I was I was laughing in the group to the group chat with the lads when he he congratulated the um, Irish rugby captain on defeating the Black and Tans, um, which was just like when he like pure. Huh? He's like he clearly meant the All Blacks in the rugby. Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, but aye, maybe uh, he's he's grasped Irish history kind I of crept in there because he did make a big deal of you know being Irish. As an American president, which a few of them have, you know what I mean? Aye, man.
0: At, the Americans love their heritage, don't they? Like, I mean, I think even
1: Obama at one point was claiming to be like at least some part Irish, um which I'm not saying isn't the case, but if you were to line up all the American presidents and be like, you know, pick out the Irish ones, I'm not sure I would have naturally thought to pick them out, uh-huh. you know what I mean? Like, but, Aye,
0: but Biden seems to be like proper, well, not proper Irish, but you know, he seems to hate. English people, <laughs> yeah, I mean, or at least the, the British establishment. Let's, let's yeah, say that, say it's, that.
1: It, he, he was accused of a few gaffes, um, whether they were gaffes or whether or not he was actually like throwing shade. Who knows? Um, I don't think he's as dithering as a lot of folk would like to think he is. Um, you I don't suppose you can be when you're in the position he's in? But then, look who was there before him. So, who knows? But i uh, he was. Um, I think the DUP complained about him at one point uh, for being like, like during his visit for being like anti-British sentiment or whatever it is. Okay. And you were like, <laughs> okay, um, you know. Is that because he's not gone to the coronation?
0: as he you know Biden? No. Did you? Did you think? Did you hear anything about that?
2: I. Don't follow the coronation news. Yeah, no, uh, no me neither.
0: I'm pretty sure they said they wasn't going to go to the, the coronation.
2: <laughs> <now>. <laughs> fuck the king. Oh, <laughs> we'll
0: have a special for that. I'll double, I'll, double check, <laughs> I'll double check that. Um, as much Dave, well, I
1: think as, a, as, like as Dave's English, but um, I think as the guy there, in the office. VIP seats or something like Get a wee bit
2: closer,
0: just a wee tiny bit.
1: Uh, just your mic, just pull it. I think as the guy in the office, because you know kind of have to go, but then I suppose you, that's what ambassadors are for, Into it? you could just like, fuck it, I'm sending the ambassador. <laughs>
2: aye but like let's think about it like it's not like our prime minister always goes to the inauguration do they so like it's not like they have to have a change of state has to have been Yeah, like, it's not yeah. all the world leaders fly in for it but know. then
1: the inauguration doesn't happen once every 80 years you know what i mean well, True. also but i but i wouldn't be surprised if it wasn't gone
2: but i think the average is probably somewhere about five years for beating <laughs> <laughs> all the kings and queens reigns
0: so uh king charles is invited joe biden uh, on a state visit to britain despite the u.s president's decision not to attend his coronation in london so right. he's um aye he's he's came out and had some guinness in ireland
1: but he's not gone to Carls- <laughs> <He's> <laughs> not. <laughs> Aye, so he yeah, is basically telling the king to go fuck himself which
2: i do kind of like um as i say i know which part i'd be at <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: uh, between what between either
0: a couple of pints with Joe Biden. <laughs>
2: or, or a piss-up in
0: Ireland. Aye, 100%. There's a favour, Dave. Gonna click publish now on that Mac. That saves me a job later. Um Oh, I mean, th- I've seen a thing that was saying that, I mean, pretty much very little people a fuck about this coronation.
1: Aye, it's the... Was it during the 30s or something that people were like, it's a, an important thing in... Again, I think, like, when when he's my past, we were like, this is mere a big thing for, like, the history books. This will be something that people read in a book 100 years from now and be like, oh, that was, like, a significant event. But I think for us, it's "It's a fucking bank holiday and there's a Scottish Cup semi-final on the Sunday and I am going to drink beer for quite a proportion of that day and that is as much as I'm engaging with the coordination, (laughs) probably as much as Joe Biden, to be honest with you. Maybe no drink Guinness, though. But
0: so, do we get a bank holiday on the? Th- is it what day, the the first of May or the? So
1: there's May Day on the. F- we'll get back to back bank holiday Mondays. So we're off Monday coming. Uh huh. For the May Day and bank the holiday. Day end, of
2: the year, uh, end of the month as well. I think Possibly. I guess and, then- right the and then we will get right.
1: the eighth, which is the Monday after the coronation. And this is I think the coronation is a Saturday. So as so, you know celtic will be having a title party on coronation weekend well, hopefully th- you know we're we'll 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 like...
0: playing playing hearts on the sunday because we, we potentially had like a saturday three because there's three o'clock kickoffs on the day of the, the coronation i'm sure on the saturday right um i don't know if that's a hundred percent
1: i mean i don't think that as well. people up in scotland are particularly first by i know there was like a request for the government to like you know have local events, have local parties and blah blah. blah. And I think pretty much councils up and down the country went, we're fucking skint. Where are we getting the money for that? You know what I mean? Like, so uh-huh. I don't think there's an awful lot of like official stuff happening really anywhere in I'm Scotland. That I'm aware of to see that there's an English Premier League game three
0: o'clock. They're all three o'clock kickers, so I, I can imagine that the coronation going to be like earlier in the day.
1: Because it doesn't half twelve kickoff or anything, and the, the Premier League. On that these things tend to be like full day numbers. Do they know where they have? You know like the South Park episode was like. Here is the Duchess of so and so showing as as is tradition, uh, <laughs> like, that kind of thing. There'll be a lot of that um, for like four or five hours. He rocks up, and then I the, the two of them get crowned. It's not just so. It's not just him into the the the, the both of them will be. Like, well, she's getting made full blown queen, isn't she? I've heard people starting to refer to her as that, and I know that that wasn't meant to be the case, but she was supposed to be queen I think, uh, consort. I think aye consort, I think, aye. But I think right. you now that he's Mazdid and he can do what the fuck he wants as king. He's just like, nah, she's a queen, get used to it, you know what I mean? Like uh huh. Um <laughs> which if you're him, on you go. You know what I mean? Like I don't care what the fuck you're called, you know what I mean? Like um do whatever you want. Aye. So, but we kind I, of get sidetracked there away from Biden Biden. Joe Biden, I, 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 I don't really have much, I think, else to say on it. To be honest with you, you know, what I mean, hope no he enjoyed himself in Ireland. I he seemed to like say there was a, a cool snippet of him coming out of like one of the castles where he had, you know, like fireworks and like, you know, bandstands of people like lining and you could even see him being like, pure fucking hell. This is awesome. You know what I mean? You're
2: like, I just saw the WrestleMania. Mania memes about it. we <laughs> Talk, were talking about it like he was walking out. It did look Mania. very much well,
1: like a of, like a ring walker, down not yeah, it? Actually, yeah, I, I know you mentioned it. Me. He's on a Titantron. Aye, that
0: type of thing. Fucking hell. He, he, um well he announced today that he's going to run yeah. the next election.
1: So says it's his duty to defend democracy. Um and I think fuck somebody's trying to do it. out there, you know what I mean? what like, Um i it's all go mental as we were kind of discussing a wee bits and pieces last week, uh, all the Trump legal stuff is still like, sort of boiling over, there's all sorts of mad shit going on in Georgia. Um, turns out that aye, some of the lawyers that were offered like immunity for their guys to testify never went to their guys to say you've been offered immunity. So there's like, lawyers getting disbarred, people getting having to recuse themselves because they're now the subject to investigations. I've seen somebody saying MAGA is not like Make America Great Again, MAGA means make attorneys get attorneys and it's got so far down the line that all oh, Trump's attorneys all now need lawyers themselves um, so uh, it's all it's all like getting you know quite soap opera he's obviously reacting like the man child that he is I um, there was fucking accusations this week that after January the 6th failed um, the insurrection in the Capitol failed two days later they were like essentially invalidating voting machines. So they had like an Trump operative in touch with someone in a really sort of tiny local election area that is overwhelmingly conservative. So it was like their guys Uh in their area and Trump's guy went to these people and was like, I want some of the voting machines. And what they were trying to do was break into the voting machines to steal the data to manipulate the data to make it look like it had been manipulated by somebody else and then to release it as evidence that the voting machines had been you know, tampered with um, so I, like, every week it just gets worse and worse and Aye. worse and I think we've been sitting about for like two years and going, well what the fuck have they been doing for two years this is what they've been doing for two years and I don't think they're actually all coordinating because they can't, they're in different jurisdictions at different levels and stuff like that, but there is a lot of coincidentally like really big big shit happening that just seems to just be every day every day there's something else with him so you know hopefully they get him and like crucify the fucker uh-huh. to be honest with you is he claiming like pure
0: andrew tate matrix this is just them trying to turn me down has he <laughs> come out with any nonsense like that yet
1: i mean that's pretty much his entire stick for when he ran i mean when, he, I when he ran the first time in 2016 he was telling you about how he was going to get beat for the day he announced his he was running, you know what I mean, that they were going to steal the election from him. Because he was getting his excuses in early because first time run, he expected to get beat. You know what I mean? Like, so the whole elections were stole from me was there for like day one, you know what I mean? Like, so I, 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 this week his stuff has got really like, as as we were talking, like proper outright fascism Um, where he's, I he did a video a couple of days ago where he was like on day one, in my new presidency in 2024 i will be looking at teachers and lecturers and professors at universities and colleges who do not like abide by what we want them to teach like which means ne uh-huh. race theory and all these other things that are now you know up for debate in the educational system there is it also saying that as well as that on day one any prosecutors any judges any sort of lawyers that basically came after them in the wake up these multiple sort of alleged crimes at this point will also be essentially hunted down and like kicked out, sacked, prosecuted themselves. Like, they, So this is him saying the first priority I've got if I get back in is to go run all the doors and basically fucking take revenge against anybody who tried to stand against me whilst I was not president. And that is absolutely How terrifying. How you get away with that though? How, I know.
0: And what, I mean in the very unlikely circumstance that he gets back in like surely he won't get
2: away with that well surely like his favorite people are putin yep kim kim john Un. like he love he he goes with dictators he loves uh-huh. dictators. so that's what he's he's Is this week been, he released he's always a been book? trying to do a very very poor attempt of mm-hmm. creating a dictatorship over there yeah but it's just it's so the the country was never ready to to actually turn that way yeah but that's essentially what he's always spoken
1: the euphemisms of the far right as well he's never ever come out and actively (laughs) said these things and it was that like stochastic terrorism that we're talking about last week where he he goes take your country back and then when people go and violently try to overthrow the capital he goes I never told him to do that show me where I said that I didn't say go take the capital that wasn't me Hmm. I mean but the people who he's talking to know what he means you know what I mean, and this is again is more overt. He's actually yeah. saying, "When I get back in, I am fucking coming for every single last one of you, and it's my number one priority." Well, and you're like, "That is chilling, like, man." They don't like- need to,
0: they don't need to come out and outright say it now because, like back in the you know if if we t- how do we stay away from fucking Nazi Germany? But back then they needed to tell the message direct because. Mm-hmm. The newspapers, the TV, or not the TV, but the newspapers and the radio and the posters that they would put about were literally other than the meetings where they would get together. Yeah. But see now with internet, like on, it's like that. They got the message directly. Like, they would be translating it yeah. for the following, you know, and, and saying like, this is what he means when he says this. So mm-hmm. they don't need to come out and outright say it. They can just dog whistle
1: left, right and centre, and let the internet sort of translate it for the people that they're trying to talk to, do you know what I mean? Absolutely, or interpret it however I want to put their lens on it. I think we have had like a massive win this week against that type of shit, against the misinformation, against the disinformation that we're talking about. And and I think it also ties in really nicely with some of what we were talking about last week about are these people genuine? And I was like, no, there's not a single fucking one of them is genuine. Every single one of them thinks that if you engage with them their content, their outlooks, that you are a fucking idiot, you're the mark. And, like, I think we've seen that this week in the Fox News ruling. So, like, Fox actually got done for defamation, and it's the largest defamation settlement in U.S. political history. I think the previous record was $150 million, um, also for, um, it was, like, misinformation against a beef company. They were accused (laughs) of putting sorry in their burgers or whatever it was, and sued, I think it was ABC, for $150 million, and that was the biggest settlement ever. So, you know, this settlement was $787.5 million, which is like, what, six, seven times what the biggest previous previous was, and it's because Fox News were deliberately putting people on who were like, these machines... Were tampered with. The software was corrupt. Biden's involved. And Pelosi's involved. Like, and this was all used as justification to drive, like January the sixth, and the insurrection. But what came out in discovery was that Fox News knew all that was bullshit. Uh huh. So Tucker Carlson oh, all like the big names. And aye, shit went there. Talking about how he fucking hates Donald Trump. No, he was. Obviously, just sacked yesterday, which is also Tucker fucking Carlson, great news. Aye, they were all all the main anchors, Laura Ingram. All of them were in like group chats and text message chains, email chains, where they were like, "This is nonsense," like "This is," and some of them were like, "This is like really fucking dangerous." Like, what is going to happen when this happens and when this happens and blah blah. So, like, they were all one hundred percent conscious of what they were doing and the impact that it was going to have, and then chose to go ahead and do it anyway. One of the fucking nutters, she's a woman uh, who, ex-lawyer, whatever it was, had a guest on who, was like, I've got irrefutable evidence that the Dominion machines that were subject to this lawsuit were, like, tampered with. Uh And she's like, cool, where did you get this from? And she's like, oh, my mate. And then they meet the mate, and the mate is a clairvoyant. She's like, I, I have images and stuff that come to me in dreams, and, like, this was the, this was the evidence that Fox News used to justify putting election lies on there. So it was, so like, and their text messages and their emails, even up to like Rupert Murdoch, like they had them like lock stock. So they were asking for like $1.6 billion and settled for just short of 800 million. So they got like 50 cents on the dollar, so like half the money. And obviously, subsequently, Tucker Carlson has been sacked, Um, who was one of the main guys putting this shit out there. but there's also other losses. out there so see the machines were that that was for the machines right but so wh- who's getting this money like the
0: us government is no, it no the, the, versus... the guys
1: who make them the voting machines basically oh, right. um, okay, right, okay. so they had to pay them 800 million dollars for basically lying about them right but they're also like in court for the guys who put the software in the machines and the guys who put the software in the machines want something like 2.3 billion so you're saying if 50 cents on the dollars an accurate, kind of like rough, because if they've settled the first one, they are they have to settle the second one. They uh-huh. cannot, like, to settle it, to what they're trying to do is get it out of the public domain and have our people a chance to forget about it. Pay the money, take your medicine, move on. They kind of then, a year from now, begin back through the same process again. So they will settle this other one. And you're saying what half of what they're asking for is like another 1.2 billion. Then Fox's shareholders. Are also suing them because they were okay. actively putting disinformation out, and it was against their share prices and tanked their investments and blah blah blah. So like they're getting it from all angles. So they are that, right? And it's it's pretty fucking beautiful. So it's like I, I just
0: had to be Google the saying it's Fox News is worth net worth of sixteen point eight billion, and knowing how much a billion a billion dollars is, it's it's almost like. 800 million quid it's horrible It says like a fucking trap in the ocean Aye. and but if they've got mer coming another billion and so i think 16.8 is like the
1: entire sort of fox corporation because obviously right. they have like mgm and movies and all sorts Aye. of stuff they're, they're only they're, disney aren't they the, i'm not sure it might be paramount one of them anyway okay but um it might be that they own paramount i'm not sure um but the the sixteen point eight billion. Aye, so Fox News was said to be worth last year about four billion. So it was like so. Okay. This particular division of Fox News was four billion in earnings. So eight hundred million of that is basically like twenty odd percent of their yearly income. Which, if you're sitting explaining yourself to the board, you're a hundred unless you're Rupert Murdoch and it's your fucking company top to bottom. Uh-huh. Like you're hundred percent getting sacked and you're yep. getting taken for every penny that you have got. So I... Mm-hmm. The horrible bastards behind the news of the world, the horrible bastards behind the sun and phone hacking and now, you know, election tampering, got a pretty fucking big, big comeuppance. And some of the figureheads like Carlson and stuff like that are now on the firing line as well for, like, personal, being, being sued, uh, right? personally being sued to the tunes of, I mean, Trump's like, like a, a bit, total takedown. It's like a like? billion dollars Trump's in there, hang uh-huh. me for. So, like, he's, have you seen his NFTs? Um, i seen the announcement i've seen people tweeting the announcement um. Aye, so he had to like Dave's <laughs> financial then. disclosure and he disclosed this company at somewhere between five hundred thousand pounds and a million dollars and it was in his you know cost benefit analysis as he began to run and he's out there like i've got a major announcement and all the, the right ring that's like yes he's gonna run he's gonna announce his presidency and he's got like basically nfts uh-huh. and it's like him as an astronaut uh-huh. like him as a cowboy like, him as, a, like, a chef or a NASCAR <laughs> racing driver, uh, and, like, see the actual what, Trump cards? Like I, Donald Trump cards? Aye, actually, even can he say top Trumps because he'll right. get sued? <laughs> I mean, can not use his name on a card, a Trump card, because he'll get fucked? Um, but, I, these, I mean, look these NFTs up because the actual quality of the photoshop on them is disgraceful like it's like a child has done it with a fucking crayon like honestly they're brilliant what's he trying to sell them for like what's going on like so it's money laundering basically so the 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 maximum that you can buy equates to five thousand dollars less than the figure that you need to report aye that was the one i'd seen the one where he was like ten thousand dollars he was holding the the liberty bell Bell. (laughs) Uh Um,
0: but this is the thing mate like that, Even though he's still grifting but, I mean, he, he announced that when what a week ago, under a week so ago. So this is the second phase here. Totally sold it. So so it's like it it is hilarious, but there's still fucking nuggets out there that are backing them. Do you know what I mean? Aye, I, I, think. I so, think that oh, that one man.
2: Aye, like a super, like American see, oh, Superman, that like <laughs> they absolutely. That, that looks like um, that looks like from another, not not quite the Superman one. More it like looks like, the, like Mr. Uh, Jeff or Shazam, something. Shazam or whatever.
1: <laughs> uh huh. You know? uh-huh. Mr. Sheen or whatever the guy is.
0: You okay, know the, what I mean? Oh, that one, it's uh, a lion made of fire <laughs> with a crown, with, like dominating the earth.
1: Now, what he's done is basically on both of the sets of NFTs that he released, he kept the most rare of them for himself so that once he creates the market with other nfts he can then sell off his rare incarnations of the nfts for even more money again but the transaction limit is like whatever it is nine thousand nine hundred and ninety five dollars is the most that anybody can spend because at ten thousand dollars they need to report that transaction to the irs so it's literally like essentially a way for him to funnel money away because the statements is two hundred million dollars in debt so he's like, and he's like, no, I've not got any debt. And you're like, mm. you He's, always, like been, he's always been like well in debt. And
2: yeah, he's like, always it's been financed a lot by debt. These, a lot yeah, these, like a lot of these billionaires are absolutely completely in debt. But yeah. So
1: he did expect some debt, but I, I don't know that two hundred million dollars because, <laughs> you know, think about it like well, he's, a, a he's, police officer with a gambling addiction is seen as a risk for targeted corruption that somebody else could become aware of that. Influence over them and exploit that to influence decisions or investigations. Now that's at a pure street level. Think about a president that owes two hundred million dollars and what that what decisions that might or might not influence him to make. You know what I mean? Like, uh-huh. It's a lot of money. By he's, he's trying to plug it.
2: He has also coming from a political sphere. Where, like Nancy Pelosi literally doing insider trading and and oh they and, are and, so, and like so he's like not even part. He's 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 they're all at risk because so, they're all allowed uh, to there trade, was a guy last week
1: two weeks ago created a algorithm a sort of trading exploit for shares and stocks on the nasdaq Following. that literally just follows what u.s senators are where they're putting their money <laughs> right. yes, Literally, right, just okay. automatically just puts money where u.s senators are putting their money okay how did it how did they know where they're putting their money well, there so is like financial disclosures and stuff like yeah. that, but again, we should, we I should think they're that. after the fact, don't they? I think the algorithm then extrapolates and whatever else. I'm not sure because right, okay. I'm no you can uh, an follow, algorithm you guy. You can
2: follow people's like like their index, their like like their trading pot, like where they're kind of putting their shares. Like yeah, it has to be all publicly. It's called publicly limited, so yeah. you have to be able to see it. Like that's why you could follow Warren Buffett, but you're normally behind the trade trend. Like before yeah. you can do it. But they do it like, I think I saw that, and it was like they're taking, like, it was that. They must was, have their accounts it, tagged. I think it was actually, well, I think it was also tied in with um, they looked at all the companies that are like big backers of the political parties. So they were like looking at the companies that are actually backing the political companies, uh, the political parties, so that they would back them mm-hmm. because obviously, let's just see how their political ties do for them, basically. Yeah.
1: Aye, if they're pying for the, like if they're for their own politician, they're probably worth investing in. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like, but again, same here. You know what I mean? Like we're, we're sick to death talking about it here as well. It's everywhere. You know what I mean? Like the levels of corruption or alleged corruption that goes on out there. You know what I mean? It's, it's that's, what I
0: that's what I hate about this whole um, the whole scenario. Like, um, I'm absolutely like people. If you've listened to podcasts, you no, know I don't like Donald Trump. <laughs> no. But it's the, the hypocrisy that exists, like and it and it continues to rile people up. Mm-hmm. Like these people that follow Trump that that you know, the the what you know, like they call like the the racists in the North England, you know, people that have sort of ended up drifting out of like UKIP and yeah voting for <clears throat> Boris Johnson, thinking that somehow these people see exactly what Dave's talking about there and like where where's where's the energy and the the dedication to like fucking convict tony blair george w bush yeah like it feels to me like and i th- and and i only say this because it worries me that they use this type of shit where it's like well when trump did it they were fucking straight on them they're like white on fucking rice i mean they're all around, like flies on a shite but what about Paul saying like I hate I hate it when they, they use it because you're like I don't disagree with it I don't disagree with what you're saying
1: yeah. you know what I'm I mean? Ah, because what they're doing is corrupt as fuck. Like they're all corrupt. And the, I was having this conversation with Wayne the last the other week girl, and she was asking me about politics, and I was like, don't get into politics. <laughs> like, and she was like, how and is that way because you're yeah, an eighteen yeah, year okay. old lassie? Like, go and do things that eighteen year old lassies do. Don't go and do things that like boring forty year old guys do. You know what I mean? Like, uh-huh. uh, and she was like, I but
2: say yeah, that to Greta Thunberg.
1: <laughs> um, but I was merely just I mean, just getting to enjoy your life and don't worry about this shit right now. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like, there'll be a time for it, but it's not now. You know what I mean? What? Like, um, and <clears throat> she was like, "Well, how do you know when like a politician is lying to you?" And I'm like, "Just assume that they're always lying to you because they almost certainly are. Like they are chameleons who are trained to tell you whatever you need to hear in the moment to go away and stop bothering them. Like, and they're, a lot of them are very, very good at it." that way, like, I think it was ruining the Nicola Sturgeon stuff, she was like, like oh, I don't really believe all this and I'm no sure and like, she obviously has grown up where Nicola Sturgeon is the first minister of Scotland and has looked up to her and is now like, uh-huh. well, what the fuck's all this I'm hearing and I don't really get it and blah 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 and I'm like, look, just assume that they're all liars. Like, unfortunately, like, what you need to judge them by is what they do, like, know what they say. Like, a, pol- a good politician is a politician who says, I'm going to do this good thing and then follows through with it, or I'm going to stop this bad thing and follows through with it. Like, their words are irrelevant. It's the actions that you'll keep an eye on. And aye, they're all uh, the ones that are taking these insider trading and are, are every bit as bad as Donald Trump, but they also write the rules. Like, we're seeing it in a new way um, that Clarence Thomas, the Supreme Court Justice in America, where for the last 20 years he has been accepting hospitality for one of the republican party's biggest donors the guy's a fucking ultra billionaire Uh has like a fucking foot yacht that he takes this guy thomas out to every time the court's known session they have like a pure guys only retreat out in the american wilderness somewhere where they go and like shoot shit and fucking barbecue and like just generally be like lads and it's (laughs) uh, it's pure oddball as fuck so it is man like and was like, well we've been mates for years what's wrong with us now and they're like well you've not declared any like the, the holiday that you went on if we and it was pro I had done the, the maths and went had you like sourced this holiday yourself this would have cost you five hundred thousand dollars but you got it all for free like so you need to declare that we need to know because when this guy's got business in front of the court we want to know that you're not already in his pocket uh huh. And I, but we've been mates for years. You're know, like, when did you meet? Oh, two years after I became a Supreme Court Justice. Ah, and you like, just, oh really? Ah, Imagine pure, that. Eh? You know what I mean? Like, Epstein-esque, like type of like fucking ah, surrounding yeah. himself with these people that he can sort of like use as like a human shield. The against. other one that Trump appointed Gorsuch, the day had a story where he was struggling to sell a house for two years, and then two days after becoming a Supreme Court Justice. A law firm came in and bought his house him at a ridiculous overprice, and then this company has subsequently had like something like 15-20 cases in front of this judge at the Supreme Court. So, like, it's it's everywhere. It's and no, no, just in America, like here as well. You know what I mean? Like the corruption, like money corrupts absolutely. You know what I mean? Like uh-huh. Unfortunately, aye. We Need to stop like concluding on really like depressing points because we're, it's becoming
0: too we much. To, then, we, then we need to stop talking about politics, uh, unfortunately. Definitely, like that, that would need to be the case. Um, I mean, it depends on where you want to go next, but um, I would quite like to talk about these child labor laws. Oh, I've seen this. Aye. I don't know if you've seen it and about it, Dave. Um, about Arkansas, so they've made it. They've already got some sketchy fucking child labour laws, so under sixteen and child marriage laws in that part of the world. Aha, uh-huh, aha, uh-huh, which is another like another topic of conversation. Mm-hmm. They're trying to get the the age of consent for marriage down to like fucking twelve in some places in America, <sighs> yeah. you know. But um, the uh, Arkansas have just made it legal for people fourteen, or is it thirteen to sixteen, to work on building sites. So fourteen and up, I think. I think it was fourteen and up. Fourteen and up, you can start doing like manual labour. Um, currently you need a letter for your parents but you can only do like, service industry work and that's for 12 to 18
1: i think is that when they're an adult i think for like 12 years old you can do like service and for like 14 you can do construction uh-huh is this rule of What are they?
2: Like, are they just worried about like all the dadgatstannies like winning the, the ufc that they're like right get the children <laughs> onto the <laughs> bricks <laughs> get them all get them out <laughs> there we're not losing any of this wrestling anymore. Uh, right? tr-
0: <laughs> Trump's opening coal mines and firing fucking 14-year-olds into coal mines to, so that uh, they can, yeah. like, fucking compete at the UFC. I mean, I think this is fucking insane, man. Like, that is uh, it's, insane. It's, oh, yeah. That's, like,
2: feels like it's, what, a 50-, 60-year-old policy coming back into play.
1: Aye, uh-huh. uh-huh. I mean, yeah. it's like fucking bringing back chimney sweeps. Like, get it to fuck. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's just crazy, man.
0: It's. It, it, I mean, we've been talking about this for how much they want to just wind the fucking clock back on so many issues.
1: this like Halcyon day that never existed in the first place. Uh-huh, you know what I mean? Like, like pure find the promised lands of the, the 1950s or whatever. everything was so much better when 12-year-olds could serve coffee instead of being in school. You know what I mean, like, is there the world was so lot? much better when 14-year-olds could go up a stepladder with some bricks. <laughs> you know what I mean, like, let's go back to that, I'm like, that didn't exist in the first place, what the fuck are you talking about? You know what I mean, like,
2: Um, is there a market for this? Like, is there a lot of people wanting to send their wings into 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 <laughs> those places like who knows because
1: then, then the story becomes about well we were hard workers and pulled ourselves up for bootstraps at 12 years old and i had a paper round that became a newsagent's shop that became you know i now own 14 local papers you know what i mean like there's always that shit that kind of like aspirational bullshit that gets yeah. then ladled on top it that you know Fourteen year olds. Well, well, maybe I didn't want to go and get a job. You know what I mean. Do,
2: do they not have um like we have obviously laws that say you have to complete like full time education up until a certain age. Like, all right. I've got no idea about this one. sits you might be able to work with, like because I had a job at fourteen, but like obviously it was just a weekend job. You yeah, know? but like, yeah, you have to be in like full time education up until like sixteen in the I UK. Don't, so I, I guess I, that kind of eradicates. I think that even
0: role. even when you were even when we were young and saying you you were young, um. I don't know where like paper rounds fall into child labour was but I think like mm. even like working in a shop I think that would have been illegal if they did get caught having like 14 year olds <coughs> working in their
1: shops. I'm not entirely sure. I think this type of thing changed a lot when things like minimum wage and that came in because the minimum wage was like age bracketed and then I think things ruined that type of stuff maybe changed but I don't remember I because don't know either. I, I when I was doing my paper run I was just...
2: Run, I I was just... you were limited on how many hours you could do at that age and, and you were paid like
1: an hour, like it was a bit Aye, mine was literally up and down two streets, and you know, it took me like half an hour on my bike. But then I know people who were my age who were doing paper rounds out the back of a van and doing like half a cantine, like the way you would do like a milk delivery run, you know what I mean? Like where this was it was like an industrial operation, <laughs> and you're like, either the van, you know, go to and do my paper run, all right, cool i'll give you a walk around oh no van's gonna come and pick me up and you're like oh, van there's like three guys I'm in the back van? of a van what are like, you talking about you know three, i
0: mean i think it was the evening times actually at the time aye, it was, the, it was the evening times it used to do it and it would be like an
1: evening times branded van and they would come and pick up like three or four like they would just teenagers park up in the middle of a scheme and the waynes would all disperse with the papers and come back and they'd move on to the next one and that's funny i was i'm saying it was a literal industrial operation so i'm like that new looking back on it probably feels like it should have been like labor laws involved there but me running up and doing the street with my bag and my bike and putting papers in the neighbor's doors doesn't really feel like it should so i don't know
0: i i think it was just a gray area but i don't imagine you know i mean i, I can't imagine going to a fucking you know, building a building site, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. What do you know, what are you doing at the weekend? Like, oh, just fucking
1: building some houses. at fucking 14 <laughs> year old. <laughs> Back in school on the Monday morning, like, pure. But we done here on? Or oh, industrial accident. <laughs> you know uh, what I mean? Exactly, like, man. It's just, I just think it's mental.
0: I just think it, it, if these types of things continue, man, like fuck knows what we're going to see. I mean, I'd, I'd, I, I just kind of get my head around why they want to, like you're saying, like 50 year old changes that we celebrate, like, workers rights and Aye. the nhs and everything they're just like we will just got to take all back we don't Aye. we don't want any of it can go no. in the fucking bin
1: it's about controlling to you know what i mean it's, a, it's their ideology requires that not only as as their ideology respected and accepted as like you know something that comes with civil society but they want it to supersede your ideology and your sort of wants and your needs because they say so and that's We see that in all the decisions not just in america but in the uk the the links between the two something that we go back to all the time because you know it feels as though we're slightly more diluted but what's actually the case in the uk is that they're just a lot better at hiding it and you know covering it up and, we've been doing it long and not <laughs> having the conversations
0: that seem to be
1: happening elsewhere you know what i mean like,
0: i We've been doing it for so long that they know how to just completely get away with aye. it as
1: i in america Or well, there's party gate and you know COVID, just fuck it they go do you know we'll have an inquiry and then they park the inquiry like three years down the line and then when it comes up, it's like a footnote in a right, fucking newspaper the fuck. and nobody cares. You know what I mean? Right. Like, um, that's the sort of pretty standard British tactic is just to be like, oh, fuck, that's terrible. Let's get an inquiry. Right, it's, also and then,
2: a, it's also that classic, like, what do you call it? The Kansas shuffle everywhere. It's like, oh, yeah, child labour laws, child, child labour laws. Everyone goes, what are you talking about? Big, big drama. And then they go, okay, okay, we won't do that. Move the retirement age up by two. Like they do something just completely uh, like, oh well, oh well, if we're not getting the child
1: see labels, that that's one, okay then. That's causing <laughs> fucking all sorts of madness in France, the retirement age. And like, they get it, like, I don't want to work. To your, like, 80? like, you know, whatever it is, 67 70, whatever it is. Like, I, thankfully I work in an office, but I don't want to be doing that till I'm fucking 70 years old. Like, fuck that. Like, the whole point in retirement is that you've done your bit for society. And you now have time to hopefully go and enjoy as much of your life that you've built as possible, and I. But at the same time, the actual science behind raising the retirement age is completely valid. Like we are living longer, we are healthier, longer. Like I'm not saying I should say put up the retirement age. I definitely know my mum gets shafted. With it. you know what I mean. Like she was in that like group. Uh, Women that just their cut off dates didn't align, an and they had to basically do five more years' work. Um, and there was nothing for her for doing that, you know what I mean? Like, other than five more years of work that like, took her knees and her hips, you know what I mean? Like, as a home help, but like, <coughs> shit, I forgot where I was going there. Raising his retirement age, aye, but I there are like legitimate concerns that you know, as a population. I don't know that we can necessarily sustain it at 65 or 67 or whatever it is. If we're going to live to like, Like, they reckon the first person that's going to live to 150 is already alive or
0: something like that. Aye,
1: so, and it is getting better, it's going to continue to get better, we're going to make new discoveries on diseases and whatever else. You know these things have been happening and will continue to happen. You know what I mean? Like That's uh-huh. the trajectory that we're on. So well, listen, there has AI, to be a conversation about it. But uh, I, I don't know what the answer is. I'm not uh, remotely qualified. AI is going to take all the jobs anyway, so we don't need to worry about. Uh, so just get it. universal basic income, and <laughs> in for the get go, then we don't need to worry about it. Uh, we, don't need, we sorted. We don't need to be concerned. And Everybody, we sorted it. <laughs> we
0: <we've> sorted it. <laughs> There's such an easy solution. In uh, yeah. for all. Um, I mean, I fucking I held an away I held that an AI written oasis album right um about five six days ago that was i mean it was good and i listened I, I briefly listened to it i just sort of like skipped through bits of it just to see what it sounded like man it's pretty fucking spot on like,
1: my daughter has randomly started listening to oasis because tiktok so i was coming to the house one time a couple of weeks ago and i was actually talking about it on twitter and she was in the bathroom in the shower and as I was walking up the hall, I heard Don't Look Back and Anger kick in, and I was like, <laughs> what? Now I've never tried to put any of my musical taste on her or anything like that, you know what I mean, like, I've never even spoke to her about, like, Oasis and stuff, and back in the day, I was absolutely fucking mental for them, you know what I mean, like, um, absolutely fanatical, I had all the singles, went to all the gigs, you know what I mean, like, so it's one of the ones where I'd have probably liked it to like, oh, it was like when Oasis were an actual thing, you uh-huh. know what I mean, but but eventually did have that conversation, but at the time I was like, the fuck is she then listening to, like, Oasis? And it slipped my mind, and then a couple of days later, coming out of room, you can hear Wonderwall, and I'm like, "When are you listening to, like, what's Story Mom Glory? And she's like, what's that? And I was like, what, what do you mean, what's that? You were listening to Don't Look Back in Anger and Wonderwall in the last couple of days, and she was like, oh no, I was just watching TikTok. And this was over the background music, the TikToks that she was watching was. Right. So I really liked them and I was like, fucking hell, right, okay. And then it was like, what else you listening to then? Oh, like the Pixies and I was just like, you're you're a nineties kid. And I was a nineties kid, but like, how the fuck did this happen without us actually like conversing on uh-huh. this like you're accidentally like loving the same house absolutely daft on Britpop, pop and i'm like this was like my jam like how did this happen without us like getting on the same page about it but it was kind of cool that it did to Kids be honest with you
2: friends
1: and everything <laughs> she's <laughs> daft on friends as well so she has all like, right bye aye, oasis we are I literally s- like what i remember our parents and like
0: '96.
1: I mean, they're talking about like fucking Spandau Ballet and no, like, no, <laughs> I Led Zeppelin and that. I, like <laughs> my
0: mom and dad were talking about the sixties and like blah blah blah. You know, the Lisbon Lines and all that I came back, and there was that whole sixties revival, and then Austin Powers and that all sort of came off with the Brit Pop. Yeah, them having the sort of the Beatles having the sort of the Beatles Oasis having the sort of Beatles haircut, and so the, we are literally that know uh-huh. in the twenty
1: twenties. Kind of depressing. We We're going to do depressing points. Uh, okay, so let's let's move on for that <laughs> depressing point, and let's get any, let's get any cosmic nihilism. <laughs> so we obviously spoke in recent weeks about you know the idea of like content club, um, yep. and we've finally all managed to mostly watch the movie that we decided <laughs> to watch, and I. Uh, it was every everything everywhere, everywhere all, all at once. once. Yeah. Um, with i came up with this one just purely on the basis that when we were having this conversation the oscars was happening that night and it was a big favorite to like when i hadn't seen it at the time i think you'd seen it already shipy yeah yeah i saw it it came
2: out yeah I, I didn't see it at the cinema i saw it like on
1: yeah
2: prime on prime or whatever yeah yeah uh-huh,
1: amazon prime. this is the type of movie that i love it's pure arty like oscar bait i still like a fucking transformers movie and like sometimes there's nothing better than watching like a 60 foot dinosaur punch a robot through a building, right? <laughs> I'm cool with that. But I also do like kind of arty, like, you know, cinephile kind of stuff that, but you know, I need to be in the mood. It's like one movies. I need to be in that mood. And if I'm in that mood, I'm like, let's go for this. So took me a bit longer to get around to everywhere, everything, everywhere, all at once, because I was like, I need the mood to be like, right, I'm going to give this the proper attention that yep. it deserved. Uh-huh. Um, and when I finally got to it, aye. I've got to say I really enjoyed it. Like
2: it was not what I expected. I don't, I, know, about, I don't know about yourself, but like I didn't go into it quite ex- like I don't know if I what I thought it was before I started watching it. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I understood with the cast that there was going to be like some martial arts and stuff like that, but I wasn't sure whether. And I'd seen more interviews <coughs> with uh, is it Michelle Yo Yo Michelle Yo. Michelle, yo. Uh, it's just dynamite! Just brilliant. She's and, fucking excellent. Yeah, absolutely brilliant. And I, I and then when I put it on and I, I, it was one of those ones. Most things that I watch are like semi in the background. I might be doing other things. Exactly. This one I tuned right in and I was like, oh, okay. And it is like, it's a, mi- a mixture of like the Matrix mix meets Inception meets like. Kind of like, like Fight Club. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it, was, it, was, it was different. It was good. It had comedy, like a lot of comedy elements. Hi.
1: What well, I kind of. I, I don't know about my preconception it because multiverse seems to be like a big thing in cinema sort of generally we're about to get you know a dc batman movie that explores multiverses we've had a, a couple nintendo of universes coming out right okay
2: got a, apparently there's a whole um series of nintendo films coming so mario starts it which mm-hmm. has just been the biggest box office one but they're gonna do everything metroid prime right through to, right like like all the different sort of nintendo that's got the potential
1: stuff. to be cool there's like a pure heavy nostalgia hat on that there like with so the nintendo years stuff again. aye so years definitely uh, i mean i'm playing final fantasy 7 now let's talk about nostalgia we're okay. back we back but somebody you want to hear this somebody said to me um
0: literally last night like do you remember when like and they said nintendo and i was like in my head thinking the nes or whatever and yeah like, remember when everybody had like the nintendo ds and i was like that was like fucking Eight years ago, and they're like, <laughs> What age are you? And they're like 23, and I'm like, All oh, right, okay, it, I remember playing Duck Hunt so bad. The Game Boy Grey
2: box, like... you had to attach a magnifying glass with little lights on it if you wanted to. It was, at night? The, <laughs> the, 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 the screen
0: was so dull that you, I mean, you literally like now, you're like, I couldn't even sit, I don't know how I sat. I used to sit in the sun and play Tetris, where like a fucking dot matrix, like <laughs> uh, version one Game Boy. And see now when you put them on, like I've still got my original
2: it's one. A fucking weapon now. Aye, like, man. Like you have that by the bed. Mm-hmm. Like, Nothing
0: compared out. to the Game Gear. Do you ever see the Sega Game Gear? <laughs> yeah. That thing was like that size, man. It was Aye. fucking huge. But anyway, like back to the, the. Oh, I know. So everything everywhere all at once. Aye, I,
1: but I, I didn't know what to expect. As I say, the multiverse seems to be something that people are exploring and film sort of mere and mere regularly um, to sort of greater or lesser success. I don't really vibing with the marvel stuff they know in that respect like we'll wait and see what the, the dc do stuff the, does because if marvel had a started out
0: with a multiverse because i th- i feel like they ripped a cunt right out with of with the amount of shit that they put out it wasn't like that the stuff was bad or that the co- like the movies were bad or the tv shows were bad i just get sick of marvel i just get Aye. sick of the sort of characters and don't know if they'd maybe i went for it at the start where mm-hmm. they went for like a whole multiverse sort of thing instead i came like 10 years into it and going oh we're not going to expand into a multiverse. It's, just like,
1: oh. it's kind of what James Gunn's talking about, then with the, with the DC stuff is basically saying, like, we will have various universes where Michael Keaton's Batman exists in this one, but Robert Pattinson's Batman exists in that one. Okay. And there's the TV Superman with Lois and Clark, but there will also be a new Superman to replace Henry Cavill. And the proviso is that these p- characters all exist within the same universes within the wider dc multiverse uh-huh. they won't always interact there's not necessarily like going to be interaction i think the flash one where like michael keaton eh, and ben affleck and stuff like that is going to have like crossover that's meant to essentially reset what dc are trying to do back to square one and that's right, what they're saying okay. it's going to happen with and that's why like batgirl and all these things were cancelled because they were like fuck it don't need it like we're just we're just scrapping it and going, going again for, for like, square one the way they handled it in everything everywhere all at once I thought was quite cool. Um, obviously the husband, you know, who plays like, you know, or who was played by the, the boy who was previously shot round um, in, was it Temple of Doom? Yep. Uh-huh. They had a nice wee reunion with Harrison Ford, which I thought was quite cool. Um, and I, just how the conscious it's the consciousness that changes, it's not the actual person's physicality, yep. it's that your consciousness skips between these different versions of yourself um which i thought was quite cool and um, there was no need for portals or cgi especially you know what i mean Like um as much as there was all that stuff in it but like on the other side of it i was like and i, I joke a lot about like nihilism and, and you know is it like a sort of personal philosophy and it's no i don't think it's very like positively portrayed in like media and stuff like that and again it's because the notion that nothing that there's, there is nothing there is no god there is no it can be quite depressing and and Uh we see the daughter experience that despair when she comes to the realisation that nothing really matters because everything is happening every decision she could possibly make in every possible scenario is all happening out there and she has come to that realisation and it makes her despair as and that's the kind of like standard kind of like portrayal that you get like nihilism and the ideas associated to it Um, because it can be quite bleak you know what I mean like but what I liked at the end of it was that Michelle Yo's character goes through that realisation process that her daughter goes through, and at the start of the movie they don't relate to each other, they're having issues with her daughter's sexuality and various other bits and bobs, or they're kind of like menial just day-to-day stuff that mm-hmm. gets on Is that the business has been investigated and the marriage is failing and yep. the daughter doesn't like, and when she goes through the process that the daughter goes through and realises that all these other possibilities are out there and that they're all actually literally happening sort of simultaneously. She comes out the other side of it with the kind of similar lesson to what I've had it. It's the first kind of like positive portrayal I've ever seen of like a nihilistic idea in like a movie in this kind of respect where she comes out the other side of it and kind of is liberated for the dirge a failing business, of a failing marriage, liberated for the pettiness that her and her daughter are experiencing. Can you actually relate and communicate on things that matter to them? That you know, in the end, spoiler alert: if you've not seen a six-month-old movie at this point, sorry, uh, but fuck, him, fuck you. They they choose to live in the original reality with the home and the business, and you, you know she's it. just asked for the divorce for the husband and realised that that wasn't the right thing to do. And I, she's they've taken all the time and space every possibility every reality that could ever exist and they've just went don't need it because we are choosing what we have got here to be the important thing to us mm-hmm. and like that properly spoke to me so it did it because i don't engage in nihilism on like a day-to-day basis like i don't believe that god exists i, th- I believe that this is all an accident this is all just completely like the guy who Was it Camus or whatever it is like absurd like so the absurdity of life is that we are logical beings that crave pattern that will seek it out and like try to problem solve and the biggest absurdity is that we will spend all our time in existence doing that and the answer is that it's all for nothing Uh so the actual whole concept of life is just absurd you know what I mean and the movie touches on that absurdity quite nicely like when the daughter does the reveal and comes in. And she's walking down the corridor dressed as the cowgirl, and like she's taking bits and pieces from other realities and imposing them on the situation that she's in there. a real like kind of like visualization of like the absurdity, of it, which I kind of quite liked as well. So there was a lot of like, I thought like really cool, like philosophical stuff going on, like kind of like in the Matrix, but actually like, like a wee bit more fun. Like, I thought the last day who played the daughter, the performance fair was like. The perceptions that where Abba's like genuinely like she's fucking terrifying because she's just let go of everything that like tethers her to anything and is like you know, the, the everything bagel that she creates, you know, the, the is just like Blackboard. I you know so I it's I don't think she got enough credit for that because they were talking about Michelle Yeoh uh-huh. and the fella that played the husband.
2: Jamie
1: Lee Curtis. Yeah, Jamie Lee she Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis was great. They took of some them. of the absurdity of, like, that whole, like, sausage fingers relationship and then put in, like, pure the weird sex scene with, like, the mustard and all the rest of it and they were sort like, what the fuck? And then at the end of it, had this, like, really poignant, really, like, touching moment where the two of them. We were just like, what is this movie, like, actually to me because
2: it is, like, starts to you know you're jumping about it puts you in a it puts you in a bit of a juxtaposition because like you're 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 seeing one thing that's like both absurd and like a bit disgusting (laughs) but then then kind of like the 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 way that they can the way that they turn with the story with the Mm -hmm. characters with the visualization like it's fantastic because they are able to sort of evoke what shouldn't be in any way attached to that Uh, exactly. that you're actually
1: like it's taking that absurdity that we're talking about and actually like somehow managing to like make it beautiful and that's kind of where the sort of mother's character lands is that she observes the absurdity at all and experiences it and has learned to grow out of it but on the other side can actually like choose to see like beautiful things and like choose to then surround herself with those beautiful things and for that to just be enough that uh she doesn't need to exist beyond all space and time or be remembered or any of these things because right here and now this is what we've got and uh-huh. like right here and now that's what matters and i'm, yep. I'm like i was all that part of it man i loved that about it. so there's, there's a like, bit
0: at the start where it's, it's near the start where she goes out to talk to the daughter like the daughter's just introduced her to her girlfriend and yep. she's like there's like a moment that i was kind of like fuck man because i i think this is kind of true for a, for a lot of people she wants to go up and say something to her and like connect to her and say something like loving towards her and she just goes like, you've put on a lot of weight, you're getting
1: fat. <laughs> and you can sort of see the pain in her face. And I, th- I genuinely think but That's that- the trauma that's passed on uh-huh. for her father to her, yep. for her to her daughter, because you see the dad in that opening section and it's all about no telling him because it might fuck with his health and blah. So again, it's that generational kind of trauma thing in play as well. You know uh-huh. what I mean? Like, and I, I, I mean, I thought that
0: just for like... I mean, that's what I think. That's like half an hour in, and just the way that they had sort of encapsulated how people don't really want to be shit towards the loved ones, but yep. they can't help it because, like you're saying, no, it's like habit
1: uh-huh. f- stuff forced upon them through and they fought their own like muscle memory. Uh-huh. I mean, like, I just
0: thought that was like a really great, bit. and I um, I I thought it was like a very um, you had to be in the mood for it. Like the first time I sat down to watch it, I got about 15 minutes, and I went, I am not. I'm not ready for this and then the second time unfortunately I fell asleep and I thought it was good um, but I'm going to get another watch because I only got like an hour and a bit into it Um, but there was definitely bits of it where I was like this is fucking class
1: there's a mixture of as I say there's a there was an obvious Matrix comparison because there was like different worlds and stuff like that but for me I felt there was many of that kind of like fight clubby element to it where it's Two personas, two personalities in combat, but also on like a journey a self discovery where one thinks they've got the answer and is taking the mother down the dark path that somebody like Tyler Durden took, Edward Norton's character done. But at the end of it, we have the character who embraces that madness and that darkness, but actually comes out on the other side, the optimistic. When Ed Norton's you know, at the end with a hole in his face holding Helena Bonham Carter's hand. Lit. There's that... Aye. That dynamic that Durden had with Edward Norton's character, whose name I can't remember now, is there in everything, everywhere, all at once. But I they also kind of get the sort of Matrix comparisons. The Kung Fu, for a start, I mean, some of the Kung Fu sequences are dynamite. Aye, um, right? Even the section, is it the movie's sort of building towards its crescendo where there's an actual... F- fight scene that like a really heavily choreographed kung fu fight scene that is about not fighting and i was like this is just amazing i like, loved it uh,
2: there, it's it, it is just a really well like cinematography like the like, the ways the scenes are done like yeah it's i'd love cool. to see beautiful what storylines
1: they didn't use because as it's coming to that conclusion and we're seeing snippets of you all know, the other realities those were clearly storylines like the sausage finger storyline or like you know the two rocks storyline that were re- clearly filmed because there was loads of screenshots and stuff yeah, like yeah. F- flicking in and out so I'd, I'd probably quite like to see what did they make what storylines did they make it into the movie but were considered because they definitely picked the right ones but i think there'd rest. been a lot of like really watchable interesting stuff that didn't make it in as well you know what i mean yeah. like,
2: so, Absolutely. before we go on to the second film, which I actually did not see... Well, what I was going to say is, it. because we're,
0: like, at an hour, we could wait for Cocaine Bear for next week. Aye. Because um, I've seen it, Matt's seen it, but the reason that we did everything everywhere there is because I'd seen, like, the majority of it, but... Um,
2: mm-hmm. it, well, yeah, before we go on to that, and I'll, I'll maybe watch it, we can see it next week, See because Matrix was mentioned a couple of times there, mm-hmm. uh, right? I don't know if you guys have seen this, um, and this can just be something to sort of finish off the the pod, is... Have you seen the the, the the idea that Terminator is actually the prequel to The Matrix? No. So this is actually like where the way it's meant to be done. So that, like I think there was a some some one of the scriptwriters or someone who was involved in that was involved in the whole thing, and essentially John Connor is Neo. So it's like the if you think about it, Skynet are the machines that then take over the machine world. Yeah. And that's how it should develop. So personally, I think that needs to be made whole thing canon, as an hbo series <laughs> 50 <Aye>. seasons <laughs> but, uh, but uh, i think like that could be amazing and like when someone does when it actually make it, a level of it sense it as a clip and like, I was like, or it, it could anyway so much sense i was like that's genius
0: yeah so it's like the 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 machines and the matrix is basically like an evolution of skynet that's yeah. what happens when they switch skynet on it, and it that's the end result the Aye. that so, should
1: 100 percent get made it's like the the meme that the rock is an untitled James Bond movie because Sean Connery is clearly like an old version of James Bond who has been locked up in Alcatraz for sixty years and he hints that he's passed with the British Secret Services and stuff like that, but he never actually so like that like <laughs> The Rock is like a Bond movie, basically. Like old right. and but I'm like crazy. crazy. That could be fun.
0: So yeah, you're you're right. Sophie Stewart, author, creator and copyright owner of the stories of the Matrix and the Terminator movies. Right.
1: So she's clearly um, wrote, like, had a... I... Fucking hell, man. Like, the, the influence that, that last had on, like, popular culture at this point is fucking outrageous. Like, two of the biggest sci-fi franchises, like, ever.
2: African-American women, nobody's ever heard of. I, you know what I mean? You maybe she's ever heard of her name. Absolutely mad. I've seen a clip of it. It was online and she was doing an interview and it was almost like she was, like, saying it as if, like, why don't people get this? like I, and i was just like and when you say it you're like that just makes so much sense <laughs> i was like that is awesome like it's also like even even t2 when you think of uh, the liquid terminator like that's almost like the first version of the agent like do you know what i mean Like it can like merge yeah or when the
1: I like i 100 percent.
2: all works so well and i'm like this someone must be on that like
1: i certainly hope so now to be honest with you because i would watch the show of that
2: so yeah i'm leaving i mean i, I thought i'd leave it with a teaser of aye, like what the, should be the
0: terminator the, the the recent terminator content's been pretty shite so let's well, for a while let's, let's get a reboot with the matrix involved and aye. kung fu you can't go wrong with bringing kung fu into anything really.
2: kung fu
1: terminator <laughs> what
2: did hbo get the what did hbo just get the rights to Big one, uh, they got Harry Potter, didn't they? Oh, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. So they've got the right Harry Potter, it. but they're gonna remake it, like, they're not gonna make an offshoot. It's apparently they're remaking the books, the books in TV format, but I think a lot of people, like, I saw online a lot of fans, were, like, it's that nostalgia hang again, too. like, like they could have done like the stuff with like Dumbledore or like Tom Riddle and like the stuff from, yeah but, yeah, but that's
1: not been going well, has it? No. The Fantastic Beasts and whatever else, um. I've seen, I've seen a bit of backlash Everything nowadays gets backlash but yeah. i've seen a lot of folk because the books right fair enough they can be interpreted again a hundred times that's just what happens with them i think it's too close to the movies the new for it to be and again the movies are about 10 15 probably older years old but at the same time i i th- it feels too soon for a, like a, a tv reboot yet it's no far enough away i don't think and i think there's so many people who have just such huge like personal nostalgia for the movies, like watching guys like Daniel Radcliffe and Emma Watson, the ginger one, um, Ron, Ron Bees, <laughs> Rupert Beasley. Grant. Um, right. I actually well know his done. name. Well um, well watching them grow up throughout that process and then come away for it with the sort of affection that they have for it, but they've all pretty much said i don't really ever want to be involved in it again or no anytime soon like the cursed child thing that's set when they're adults will happen at some point but daniel Cree- uh, radcliffe is just vibing doing like fucking guns akimbo and shit now he's done that like elijah wood thing where he's like elijah wood was like i did the lord of the rings now i'm just gonna do like wilfred and I i'm gonna like talk well. to imaginary dogs and get stoned and like just do weird after the wall shit really and
2: Elijah Wooden says aye. that that was like such a cool But movie. you look at a
1: lot of his choices after Lord of the Rings, he's deliberately like almost like stepped away from like big massive blockbuster shit and like Daniel Radcliffe did a very similar thing, like did a lot of theatre and when you look at the movies he's done he's playing like,
2: black and,
1: aye, and just odd characters that you wouldn't necessarily associate, Like, have you seen Guns Akimbo? Yeah, no, I've seen it. He I wakes said, up with two guns, literally bolted to his horns. And it's like he's got to work. It's it's involved in some sort of augmented reality game sort of thing. But aye, it's mental. It's but it's daft. It's the type thing where a proper actor, you know, you uh-huh. wouldn't expect them in it sort of thing. Like, so I think like replacing that cast for a TV show is gonna cause a lot of like same way like uh, a lot of people grouting about Snape, um, Alan Rickman, uh-huh. like people are gonna have to Adam replace. Driver. They're talking about uh, people are going to have to replace like really characters that people hold really dear and I, I just think it's, it's got a rest with for disaster all right, because uh, they buy it for eight seasons and they get halfway through the first season and everybody hates it it's fucking done it's done, done. I, you know what I mean you it ten year and develop it properly and give people whatever it is I mean, maybe before, you've got, the the got a better chance it
2: could be that they they are going to be five years before uh, yeah, quite possibly time,
1: you know? but uh, the backlash was quite wasn't it like ferocious but it was people being like i don't want please like, don't i don't no. want another harry potter i don't no. want another rupert whatever his name, no well, beasley be or whatever it is like
2: you know you get like that you forget like there's a whole load of fans that are like not like they weren't they weren't out when the films were coming out they're like still like young yeah coming through but yeah i i get you
0: I agree fuck that right let's wrap bell hi so, yeah aye. we'll just fade out or do you want me to do the call outs for Like and subscribe and all that sort of stuff. Well, we just did. We just did it. (laughs) (laughs) Ironically, or non ironically, but I